Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. It's a particularly special one for me because we have some house guests that I haven't seen in a while. But Pointy's never seen them. He just met them tonight and they made him some dinner. They're both lovely people so far from what I can tell. But perhaps I'll change my opinion as this episode progresses. Perhaps they're lizard people. We'll see what happens. Who knows. But uh, would you like to introduce yourselves, Chris and Tennille? I'm Chris and that's Tennille. This is radio, so I should probably yeah, actually like to say, say hi. It's yeah, you should just they can't see you nod. But yeah, no. Uh, if you're already thinking Captain Interneal, don't worry. Me and every other uncle in Auckland has uh, has got that down. But by the way, what the hell does that mean? Because I had no idea. Captain like, Interneal. I have no idea what he's doing. Like, you know the song before. "Love Will Keep Us Together." Have you never movie. watched a rom-com? I'm sure I have. I've watched many rom-coms, but I don't recall ever hearing that song. Wow. So, so I, you I wouldn't even think to call him Captain, so therefore no, he... No, I had no idea person. what you're talking about before. I, I didn't know who they were until I started going with Tennille. I recognised the songs once I looked it up, but as soon as I started going out with Tennille, every every 40-year-old we knew was like, oh, so you're the captain. Yeah. I guess Growing so. up with I, the name Tennille, you figure out who they are. I was just thinking it was like one of those things where people are like, oh, hey, Chief. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like in Deep Poet Society, they have to call their teacher, oh, Captain, my Captain. So. Oh, Captain and Tennille, my Captain. <laughs> uh, okay, well, look, that's, that's totally a generational thing. And we're talking about two, you know, two songwriters, singer-songwriter type people who are of very different ages, but have a common point in that they dated and one broke another's heart. You want to introduce your topic? Our topic is Taylor Swift and Joan Mayer. Two artists that I am very big fan of. Pointy? Okay, so um, I have seen Taylor Swift perform um, with you, actually, Moose. At, um, was she performing I didn't drag Moose? <laughs> Oh. Not with me, no. Oh, right. No, no. Uh, we, was it? Was it at the um, the benefit for the sound relief? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Victorian bushfires. Um, but I think that was kind of before she sort of broke it in Australia. Well, yeah, it was just after Fearless had come out, but not become like Love Story hadn't become a huge right. single. The album just come out, I think. Um, she was still quite country. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I think she's a really like talented artist, and I really like give her yeah. a lot of credit for yeah. doing her own thing. Like, it's not my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> and also John Mayer. I've never really probably delved into it enough to have an educated opinion, but from what I have overheard, to me it seems a bit pedestrian. But he is, but but what I'm saying is I'm not pedestrian. Oh, I heard I've not string. really listened to it, so don't take that as my okay, that's final fine. opinion. That's I've right. never really given him a chance. That's all right. So basically, after this, we're sitting down and watching where the light any is. given Thursday and where the light is. Yeah, yeah. Like there could be some Clockwork Orange type stuff coming up. So, so John Mayer is kind of my musical man crush. Spirit I guess. animal. Yeah. After 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 Neil Finn kind of got old for me, I think I moved on to John Mayer. Cause that was, right. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much what happened. Yeah. yeah. What about Taylor Swift? Ah, uh, Love Story came out 
and I was young <laughs> and loved it because I was like, oh, this is so sweet. You were so both adorable. young when you first saw it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Then, I, then everyone's like, oh my gosh, Taylor Swift's awesome. And I was like, okay, no, I don't like Taylor Swift, but I was always a bit of a closet Swifty. Um, yeah. And then I was, you know, ignoring the whole Taylor Swift Hold thing. Hold on, is that what they call annoying. fans of Taylor Swift? Swifties? I think so. It's probably better than closet Nothing Swifties. Cutesy. That sounds much dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, closet Swifty sounds oh, a bit dirty. Yes. It does. I was, I was a closet Taylor Swift fan, and then I started going out with Chris, and I found out that he was a closet Taylor Swift fan. And I was like... Okay, let's do this thing. I'm officially a fan. So, um, of him and Swift. <laughs> yeah. <both of> them. <laughs> Look, before we part roads, like the, like the reason those two work together is because they did probably naughty things to each other. Um, <laughs> they went out for a while. Not a closet Swifty, though. Not a closet Swifty. Well, I can't vouch for their sex life, but you know, I, uh, maybe. Did you, t- mm. did you pick a side in this relationship? No. Because when Katy Perry I... dated John Mayer, I was like, I'm all on Katy Perry's side. He broke Taylor Swift's heart. I love him, but he's a wild one. Yeah, I... But Taylor Swift is the John Mayer of the female world in terms You're of relationships. Boy. Like, they... Well, yeah. well this yeah, is just... Yeah, 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 Because, you know, like, they they always kind of have a bit of a relationship with someone and then it doesn't work and they're like, oh, it's working, but then it doesn't. And it's it's this constant cycle of yeah, and, and John Mayer has this fantastic habit of going out with people that really don't suit him. Oh, totally! Like neither but Tay Swift or Katy Perry suit him at all. Okay, so what are some of the or examples? Jessica here? Simpson. I don't. Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Well, Jessica Simpson also went out with Billy Corgan, so I think that explains everything. Chicken of the Sea. That was. I think that was. <laughs> okay. Wasn't that wasn't that his like sexual napalm quote? Wasn't that about Jessica Simpson? I think. Yeah, he got in a little bit of trouble for that one. He called um, Jessica Simpson sexual napalm. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. And there was... There was Which I'm not exactly sure what that what describes. It <laughs> but if you ever listen to John Mayer, like if you ever go to his gig, he has the he has these sections of mindless rambling. And mm-hmm. you, you're like... Just like Kanye. Just like Corgan, really. <laughs> and you're like, it, it sounds intelligent, but it means nothing. Once you actually yeah. start breaking it down. <laughs> His interviews are a bit like that too. And um, I saw him in Auckland um, 2000 and after Battle Slaves came out. Hmm. 2009 or something like that. And um, he, he didn't really say much the whole night except he just paused at one stage and he was like, I, I thought I might need a Red Bull for the jet lag and stuff. And it turns out I didn't need a Red Bull. He's like, there's like... A karate kid theme song going on in my head right now and, and then he just like rambled on that for about five minutes it was the best thing ever it was funny to say that because i saw him on the newcastle show of that tour and yeah he he didn't say a lot at all i can't remember no. what he did say when he ranted but was that after he had the major controversy of like him saying reasonably racist things that he didn't mean to which he explained away with he was hanging out with a lot of comedians and therefore he thought you know that was an okay way to talk possibly yeah it's quite quite possibly like that might have been the reason he wasn't talking anymore he did like this slightly countryish album it was like he just went and lived in no because he had the the nodes on his um 
born, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah. And and he had to like go and he he got this steroid injection into his neck and he couldn't speak for a few months and he went and lived on this ranch and yeah, just lived yeah. the country yeah. lifestyle and suddenly mm. his music was country. From someone so. who like you love him because he's an awesome guitarist and songwriter. Mm. Yes. And uh, we're gonna play a couple of songs of where the light is for him later so he can see that. But why should Pointy listen to him? For someone who's never heard it before, why is it worth considering above pedestrian? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think there's... Lyrically, I think he's very clever. Um, I think the way he structures and understands arrangement in songs is, is like, superb. Mm. Um, Melody, beautiful. Yeah, and, and like, using Gravity as an example, he's, he's talked about that and how the magic of the song Gravity is the fact that he knew enough not to play too much on it. Because as as a guitarist, it's it's an easy song. It's a, like the verses structured a basic three chords. There's like a two chord pre-chorus, and then the chorus is two chords. Like there's a whole lot of space for someone who's a virtuoso like him to just play hundreds of thousands of notes and do just go mental on it. Um, but the feel of that song comes because he was clever enough to not do that to the to restraint like, yeah the restraint. Which, notes not which I think like Eric, Eric Clapton calls him uh, he says he's one of the guitar masters and he mm. doesn't think John Mayer actually knows that yet yeah um, because he has that that sense of how to play and and you see it like if you watch him especially watch him live mm-hmm. or live DVDs mm-hmm. as he's gotten older he's gotten better at it mm. he's, he's learned and when he plays he has a blues trio um, and when he plays yeah. that blues shit yeah. And he he just riffs off that off just a standard blues structure. He's amazing. Yeah, and actually that's one of the things he says about that. That was his. Um, that was like the other part of his story because everyone everyone hears the pop that gets played on uh, the, on the radio. Bodies of Wonderland yeah. and Daughters, which he won a Grammy for. And, yeah, yeah. But really, he's a lot deeper than that. Like his biggest musical influence is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, and you listen mm-hmm. to you know you listen to daughters or you listen to um your body's a wonderland don't hear like, any of that you're like stevie ray vaughan what <laughs> there's there's no like cowboy hat wearing texan and in that um and then then you see him play with his trio and you start seeing all the skills vocally as well um, yeah both in the way he plays guitar and vocally all those skills he's gathered from listening to stevie ray vaughan and listening to blues and stuff and then you go back and listen to the pop stuff and you hear how it's all crept in. You don't have to like it, but you can appreciate it for what it is. And I think John Mayer has been striving for that since he put out his first record. Like, striving for that kind of recognition of you don't have to like me, but understand that I am more than this. And and I remember hearing him say um, that his whole career, he wanted to, like, throw the line back in the water and not just play safe every album, which I think is why he's done... Like, if you listen to each album in succession, it all changes slightly, and then yeah. the kind of reasonably big jump to the folksy country thing yeah. as well. Oh, well, I don't think it's a huge jump, because it's still that, that it's still structure and like, that melody yeah. in him. Yeah. 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 And then once again, like, nothing he has ever done on record sounds like the stuff on the live record, you know? it's all mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, That just shows a really versatile artist. But what about Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay! Tate is a very clever artist. Just in her self, in her work, 
and in her brand. When Fearless came out, I mm-hmm. loved Fearless. Fearless. Like I think the title track of Fearless, like the opening track, yeah. where she's dancing in the rain in her best dress. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. She knows her audience so well. Plays on their like inner secrets, inner fears, inner desires. And she and she's just, 15 just, and her best friend fell in love with a guy <laughs> and she gave him her all. Night, and then he broke her heart. And she's like, oh, I'm your best friend and you're 15. And when somebody and tells you they love you, you're going to believe it. He doesn't know he's the reason for the teardrops on her guitar. Uh, it's so upsetting. And, and, but, and yeah. I, I, I love cool. them. If I was a 15-year-old girl, yeah, I'd just well, be like, yeah. Yeah. You would have. I, I knew 15-year-old Moose. And yeah. You would have loved her then. Not a girl, though. No, but even so. But my, my favorite song on that album is Enchanted. long oh yeah but it's just good it's yeah. just pretty and melodically it works and it's just it taps into every 13 year old sitting there going i wish i could get like this guy that i saw at this party and he was so lovely it's and like Doug's chasing cars, like, i don't know what i'm gonna do with him when i get him but <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I want him that's but, the next album and she she doesn't write the song from sort of you know, she's not directing it at a specific person or writing it like it's a little story that someone's telling you. She's speaking in the voice that these 13-year-old girls have in their head. She is narrating the party that they were at last Friday. So, yeah. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's just a really, really pretty Okay, so song. ethical question then. Mm-hmm. If she is <laughs> still doing those same type of songs, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she is, she's not. but well, say she is not. now, is that is that right? But she's not. What do you mean? That she's not. She's growing. She knows well, that's her audience. That's my point, though. Like, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, my yeah. question yeah. was, if she still is, is that right? No. Well, she knows her audience is growing up, and she's growing up with them. But I feel she's okay. not writing. So like, it's like a Harry Potter type situation yeah, totally. where yeah, 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 yeah ease them in at this point, and then yeah. you just grow with yeah. them. And but yes, she's writing. Answers. She's taking the J.K. Rowling <laughs> or Rowling, <laughs> however you pronounce yeah. it. And I think that's no Type different bar. to what UMI did with like they're growing through their career and changing. It's like any people artist, grow. you know. People change. But it's okay when, to like, with Fearless and the stuff she did before Fearless. It's yeah. like these are the experiences that she's had, and yeah. she's writing from that voice. Maybe she's exaggerating I, on their. I do find it hilarious that you're like, okay, I need to explain this. Yeah. Um, on the note of, of Taylor Swift kind of growing from 
her previous albums. Her she's previous much albums taller. Were, <laughs> you know, she started off country because she's this like 15 year old girl who can write songs and she was playing in a country bar and she, they were like, oh yes, let's make a career out of this. And she was But she had like super rich parents and she was yeah. friends with like other country like, musicians. Let's move to this city to make your career big. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, she knows how, like they said, oh, with the country, you're doing country. She's like, okay, I actually want to be a pop star, but I'll do this country thing for a while. And she rolled with the country thing and she's gradually managed to mold herself out yeah. into a pop star. Well, speak now. The second album was so much more, there's a lot more production yeah. and there's a lot yeah. more synth mm-hmm. and string and different kinds of things. There's, there's, the, there's two versions of mine. There's the country yeah. version of mine and there's a pop version of yeah. mine. It's the same song, and you like both versions, but just by changing like the way the guitar was played, putting a mandolin in, done. It's the same song, the same melody. She didn't have to suddenly change the melody. This one melody turned from country to pop with just a few small tweaks. She knows how to write. This is my beef, and this is something we discussed with Catherine Britt, who's a country musician herself. You know. I feel like a lot of country, especially American country radio, <laughs> is just pop. It's just pop rock. It's great songwriting. It's awesome. <laughs> but because they sing just like this, and they sing about their pickup truck and their <laughs> girl and their homebrew, there you is, know, it's like... There is a Taylor Swift song that she she sings about a pickup truck. And her hair in that music video is so beautifully southern it's no 15 year old <sighs> should ever have hair like that <laughs> but no for seriously the re- for the record that's um picture to burn yeah thank you just yeah. so if you want to get if you wanted to google in, that that video if right you've got now, like a little taylor swift fetish yep, go for it go for it uh, i no if you have a little taylor swift <laughs> fetish now's fine 15 year old taylor swift follow that <laughs> It was like my brain just... It was like, you know how... Wait, hang on. At the hands-on science museum, we put the, like, 20-cent piece in, and it just, like, my brain was just slowly rounding it and going right in the inside. Like... You got there eventually. Wow, no. Don't follow that up, but appreciate the No, but if you do want to see what her hair looks like in the, the pickup truck in the video, it's... In it's, the big green dress. Yeah. Yeah, lots of wind machine going on there. But seriously, American country music radio at the moment is pretty yeah, yeah. much just like pop music, rap music, and rock music with a mandolin yeah. or with a banjo. You know, it's all with like, yeah, just a twang. Totally. Yeah, just sing about a pickup truck ad and text an accent and done. But if you sold it without without the accent and the mandolin, yeah. it would go nowhere. Yeah. But you yeah. put the accent and the mandolin, same song, and it's huge. Well, that was John Mayer's argument about why his album wasn't country. Yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. not... I'm not suddenly singing through my nose. There's, <laughs> it's not dueling banjos everywhere. Mm. You know, it's, it's, well, that's, it's well-written, well-crafted songs that sound a little bit folksy. The perfect example folk, is is folk is the better word. For I kind of like that actually. That though. sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The perfect example is um, is Keith Urban. You know, he's yeah, a yeah. pop singer-songwriter. He's a yeah. rock singer-songwriter. Yeah. But in no way he's is he traditionally country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, actually, it's funny, tangenting just slightly, not that we haven't it's done fine. that already. Um, 
those, those John Mayer albums got me listening to more like acoustically based, like very much it's a guitar and a singer songs. Um, and led me to discover this awesome duo called Shovels, Shovels and Rope. Um, oh, yeah. Who are just like they they play this acoustic guitar that's like got strings like barbed wire on it and it, just, it sounds <laughs> it really so sounds like freaking cool and it's awesome. um it's yeah, their husband and wife and they harmonize over each other and it's just it's amazing teenage me would never have listened to that because it's it's country well yeah you grow because yeah, as yeah. a kid well, i was I, like I think, oh i'll listen to anything except country yeah well i was about to say exactly the same thing yeah. it's one of those things that you sort of grow up going you just nah. you think of people who have no teeth with a piece of straw in their mouth going. You just think it's clear to slap George Yokel, and then you realise that's not the case. Yeah, wait, now there are levels to this because there's folk and then there's pop country and there's country rock. There's just there's more to it than what people immediately think when you say country. Well, the first record that got me into country music in general, or country music in inverted commas, mm. um, was Gold by Ryan Adams. I oh, hadn't got yeah. into Whiskey Town or Heartbreaker yeah. before Gold, and I got into Gold and I was like, oh God, do I like country music now? But it's like, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of, it's great songwriting and it's awesome and it's got a great mm-hmm. feel to it and it's authentic feeling and it feels like he's just a, great dude you know yeah. so it doesn't matter if it's country but then he releases rock and roll and it's like tongue-in-cheek rock and then he releases mm. love is hell and it's like really de- morrissey type also it's yeah. like acoustic morrissey um and just like Only... he's just he's such a wider artist yeah. than country but he almost keeps coming back to that twang every now and then but the that's... only thing i the only little small minor detail of a bone to pick that i would have with um ryan adams you got hell <laughs> no no no. i like his i really that he was with mandy really moore and genuinely, not genuinely <laughs> that he that divorced with mandy moore oh, well, that yeah makes me angry yeah he got divorced from mandy moore why would you ever get divorced from mandy moore no it's mandy yeah moore. maybe oh. he started watching your movies well, oh, just so the, the, the small thing that I will just put out there and then leave is that occasionally, vocally, in some of his songs, he sounds like the old creepy pervert on Family Guy. <laughs> he has never sounded like that, and I challenge you to find a song that sounds like that. You <laughs> find me it. that song. I'll find it, oh, and I will. He totally. There's just a few moments where he's like vocally doing this little whispery no, thing. He doesn't. He, he doesn't he, do he that. Just, he He's doesn't. Done he doesn't put <laughs> like a, a crisp S. It's like a whistly S, and it's no. just. I just see the old guy in Family Guy, nope. and I'm like, no, nope. I've not heard that. Charming one, and I'm happy to take Wonderful to hear. In saying that, I genuinely, I really enjoy his music. I do. I, they, Chris got me onto Ryan Adams, and you got, and yeah. That but, was also so post John Mayer. It's also I it's genuinely like a weird enjoy his music. It's just I think it's more in his latest album, not in his previous stuff. Just in his latest album, there's a few moments where it's. Are we talking Ashes and Fire? Or are we talking self-titled? <sighs> the one we were listening to the other day. Self-titled, yeah. Okay. There's just a few moments. So you're trying to say, as he gets more sober, <laughs> he sounds more creepy. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> he left many more. I'm not now he's creepy. To say now anything. he's creepy. I'm just saying that vocally he does a little. Sorry, Ryan. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Ryan. And seriously, really? I, I you're told endlessly this... cool for liking all sorts of genres of music and playing all of them. I told Pointy before that, like this lady. I know this. I know this man, but this lady I've I've, I've recently met, um, and. She came and she had free pick of all the DVDs and she picked High Fidelity, which is my favourite movie of all time outside Star Wars. And, you know, that's amazing. But 
you lose brownie points saying he's creepy. <laughs> no, he he's isn't charming creepy. and he could he come to my charming. house. I thought I thoroughly enjoy his music. It's just a couple of times in a few songs where he sounds a little bit whistly. He just it just sounds exactly like the old guy and family guy. Just Your mum sounds like the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Uh, Let's not berate the Mrs. guests. Mrs. Okay? <laughs> rule number one. I can't remember your maiden name, so I assume it's Captain. Sorry. Wow. Yep. No. No. What are we talking about? Tay Tay. Tay Tay. Yeah. Yeah, but the most commonly used sentence on splitting cases. What were we talking about? But no, the whole thing with Tay Tay. Tay Tay. Delving into this pop star thing was mm, red. Mm-hmm. red. Red with, was a um, book, very good blend. Yeah, with twenty two, yeah. and we're never getting back yeah. together. It's yeah. like, oh, I can see where she's see going. Where you're going? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And this was her this album that she released, nineteen eighty three. She like her producer was like, oh, can we just get two country tracks, just two or three country tracks? And she goes, no, this is me turn. I've completely. I'm now a pop star. You cannot dictate my country career anymore and if you go on youtube and stuff everyone's like oh i miss the old taylor she's changed I'll so suck a bag much and dictate like, my country people career. change people grow it's okay you know how wouldn't you rather have taylor swift enjoy the career that she is enjoying now identifying with a genre that you know personifies who she is and you know wouldn't you rather her being happy with that career than trying to uh, you know appeal to a previous audience in a previous genre that she no longer personally identifies but also with. It's, yeah. if you're a true taylor swift fan you will let yeah, her pointy, be happy it's kind of like how you and i change this <laughs> Bring it back oh to i understand <laughs> well actually what i was going to say though is that like Tim rogers it's i don't know it's, it's kind of like even if you don't like the new stuff the old stuff is still there if you don't like what someone's doing now yeah. it doesn't the stuff it doesn't, the old records have not yeah. been deleted no they're still there they're not <laughs> so suddenly just enjoy what you like <laughs> no. don't you want an artist to grow but oh, you want right. an artist to be in, like enjoying yeah, the music yeah. they produce well this is the whole daniel johns issue like right. i found i found weird hey we almost uh, went to dan newcastle hey. mentioning daniel johns no then... we mentioned him earlier oh we did his silver tag t-shirt at the museum um it's funny how weirdly you end up with a lot of Daniel Johns in conversation with people who have never been to Newcastle. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how it keeps coming up, but it might happen to be that he just dropped his recent EP, uh, his first ever solo EP outside of Silverchair. And for his first single, Aerial Love, the reactions were very positive, but there were so many people on Facebook going, fucking should get back to Silverchair. We don't, we hate this. This is awful. <laughs> it was painful yeah. reading the comments. Yeah, but even, even Silverchair, like... Frog Stump and Neon Ballroom are completely different from what I... Frog Stump and Young Modern. the same conversation that's happened right. every release yeah. that he's done. Yeah, like, every release. Solo or with Silverchair, like whether it was Disassociated, <coughs> Can't Believe It's Not Rock, oh, any man, of the stuff he's record. done, like people have complained about. So yeah, okay. fuck him. But and yeah, on that note of, you know, people who are complaining about whatever an artist is doing, Jen Wigmore replied to... <laughs> Yeah, I that did was, see that. That was awesome. I what did you reply to? to you, Missy. It was amazing. And um, this guy came on. He'd heard her on Facebook a radio page interview. and said, oh, "I've listened to you on Coromandel FM, which is a small town in New Zealand. I listened to you on Coromandel FM, and your new stuff's crap. You're just embarrassing yourself. You should give, give up. up now." And, and she writes this 
perfect. Very eloquent. Very well. eloquently yeah. written. I want to read it. I like no, Jim Wigmore. No grammar mistake whatsoever. Perfect phrasing of all of her sentences. And she's like, oh, you know, you as a as a, a, a big critic in the industry. And she kind of addresses him like he has a reputation. And then she goes, oh, wait, what? What's that? Sorry. You're just an internet troll who... And then she just starts kind of insulting him. And oh, that's brilliant. excellent. It's I really, love really Jim good. Wigmore. Shit. Although, it got shared in the Herald. Although part of me goes, are you like feeding the fire in that sort of situation? It's no. kind of like, are you giving this guy his like moment? If, if he doesn't even, really deserve it. Even someone to the level of like Jin Wigmore, she's not huge, but she's popular enough yeah. to, you know, have and a, a reputation and a career. Awesome and she's incredible but oh, you know, you're wrong. I agree really with this sentiment hold on my point's yeah. more like are you making yeah, it's kind of like is it more like uh, is it really Dude. worth it yeah. but the point yeah. I was making was like this there's a huge there's there's a huge difference between someone like Tay Tay who mm. you know doesn't have to bother replying to these shitheads because there's so many of them. Oh, I'm sure because she <laughs> yeah. can afford somebody else to reply. <laughs> on her behalf as well. And somebody oh, yeah. who like hasn't really had the kind of career she has. And so she's yeah, that yeah, mid-level yeah. career where she's popular enough and people know who she is, but she still monitors and replies yeah, yeah, to her yeah. own yeah. stuff. And so, you know... It makes her, like... Mean tweets wouldn't sting Tay-Tay, but they'd yeah, fucking yeah. sting Jin. And it's like, I work really fucking hard, and so screw you. It's and very clever marketing on Jin's yeah. part. Yeah, that's just what I was going to say. Like... Yes, she's given that guy a bit of notoriety, but how many more albums has she, she just sold? Yeah. She, by the way, her album's out soon. Yeah. Like, I want to hear that. Yeah, right? So, yeah. interesting. And also... And the fact that she, you know, she is not just a person who plays in the local pub. <laughs> she is, you know, a good New Zealand artist yeah. who is famous worldwide. Worldwide. But... Hold and, on. And she's taken... Linking back to Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. <laughs> no, <but> she <laughs> she did an talking... album with Ryan Adams' oh. band, The Cardinals. I'm never like, going to uh... They backed, they backed her for an entire album, and I could not have been happier. All I want, all I kind of wanted to say was the fact that Cardinals she could so good, and Ryan Adams never been creepy. She could have got somebody to reply for her or ignored it, but she took the time to respond, and not just a three sentence respond. Like you know, she responded, mm. um, and that's you know, it's it's that kind of thing where you want your big artists that you love to be relatable you want to know that, hey they are actually on their facebook page yeah. hey yeah. they actually read some of these comments it's it's big for the rest of her fans because they go wow she reads the comments maybe she knows that I, I wrote to her on valentine's day and told her i loved her yeah and and bringing it back around taylor swift's actually really good at that she is epically like, brilliant at she, that she did you hear about swiftness Oh yeah, look no. Yeah, I I was gonna th- I was thinking about That's that as well. That's what I was well. saying with her brand, like she just knows who she is. She knows her audience. She's rocking. But at the same time, so if like her fans were thirteen, fifteen around the time Fearless came out, she probably they're probably hitting their late teens, early twenties. They're mm-hmm. moving out. They're going to college. They're getting on with their lives. And suddenly she's moved to New York. She has a loft by herself. She has kittens. She's on Ellen talking about her but, life, living oh, by herself, and she's making point. this record about shaking off everything. Shake wow, no up, pun intended. Shake it up. But 
were checking off everything and like, welcome to New York and I'm living my own life now and I'm not going to have a boyfriend until I'm 30 because it doesn't matter and I'm individual. Ahead. She's always just ahead of her audience that she's yeah. aiming at. Like, and it's not pre- it's not contrived, but she knows her yeah. brand. As- is, oh, sorry, aspirational. Yeah, she yeah. is... She, like, you know, she was 15 singing about being a teenager but knowing that she was targeting the 12-year-olds. She's 20 singing about being 20-something knowing she's targeting the 17, 8-year-olds. Now, now I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm like 20 and playing with a three and up recommendation <laughs> for it. you know like I was 21 when I was listening to feel it was going any, yeah she gets me any age can love Tay Tay it is acceptable to love Tay Tay at any age as you Unless were crawling you're really in to your Star Wars Tauntaun you were like I didn't, get the, I didn't get the Star Wars Tauntaun until I was 26 uh, She's living in New York in a loft mm-hmm. by herself. She's no longer going out cats. with heaps of boys because she's got lots of female <laughs> friends now, which is what you do when she's you go to college. She's picked her friends very, very well. Yeah, well. and she's picked her enemies very well. And she's got a ginger. She's got a ginger. Ed Sheeran or a cat? Ed Sheeran. Oh, but she's not dating him. No, but he's a adorable it's ginger like, minion. always good to have a minority friend in you. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. In your arsenal. <laughs> Well, you're the Kiwi of the group. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've got our diversity thing going on here. Yeah. Oh, oh Tay Tay. And then, yeah, John Mayer went out with Tay Tay and he broke her heart and... She wrote a song. She wrote a song called we Dear John. He wrote a song, but he didn't say if he wrote a song. Is he it did. Paper Doll? That's what yeah. everyone thinks. Everyone yeah. thinks that, but he had a very clever little response to that on which like, radio show. Yeah, he was. I think it was on KEXP, a Seattle radio station. And the interviewer He's, was it, like, so, yeah, the song, right? They kind of danced around the subject, but he kind of was like, what, do you think we don't have text messages and emails? Like, <laughs> I've never written a song thinking... I can't wait till they hear this on the radio. Like, <laughs> they're going to be so crying when they hear this on the radio. Because why would you? Yeah. Yeah. Good song. I don't know. Ask Taylor Swift. Oh, um, what's that song at the end of that album that I like? Um, that's the, the Submarine Test song. Yeah. Well, well, Grace's Submarine yeah. Test, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh my god, that's a good song. It's awesome, eh? Holy shit, that's great. And Lyrically, it's apparently, completely fictional. Oh yeah, no, that's amazing. So he came up with that whole thing. Yeah, you Google it and there's nothing about it. Like, it's not a written in history thing. Yeah. So either he just made it up or he went into some weird little pub in America and some old guy told him a story <laughs> and he wrote a song about it. Those are, like, pretty much the two ways it could have come about. Yeah. Either Sounds way, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually really good. But I feel like John Mayer is equivalent in... Not... Oh God, no one's equivalent. But you could compare him to a Paul McCartney type songwriter in that Paul McCartney in the same album had Blackbird and Helter Skelter. You know, he's sure. not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I don't know. John Mayer, by all accounts, is still alive and hasn't been replaced by somebody else. True. <laughs> Illuminati? <laughs> I mean, Paul has been dead. Now yeah, who's bringing up the Illuminati? <laughs> we, called him, we called him Paul because we knew he was the fake Paul. So, really so when people nice. walk through Central Park, who are they actually seeing and having a conversation with? Is it fake Paul? Dead Paul. Dead Paul is dead. Yeah, it's so fake Paul. Paul's been dead since 1966. Yeah. Wow. 66. Was it 66? 67. 
when he allegedly. Oh, it's so. apparently sixty six. There's 66, a great, yeah. there's a great mockumentary about it that made me think: is that a mockumentary or is it just passing it off like as a mockumentary? But it's actually Jackson's true. Still alive He's not still alive. It's no, no, that no, whole I know thing. He isn't, but everyone who is dead is. that nobody wants to be dead. You know, yeah. all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, watch like, this, this really, I enjoy this movie. Um, Death becomes her. It's got Goldie Horn, <laughs> Bruce Willis. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah Bruce Willis. Willis. I can't remember and, that movie, um, but Meryl I remember Street. the title. But whole. Yeah. But I... there's a bit. There's a bit in the movie where like there's all these all the stars that everyone was like, are they alive? Are they dead? They're actually still alive. Is that and... what the movie's about? No. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a side, It's like a side point. To the trying movie. to escape death okay. and vanity, and it's a black comedy, and it's it's brilliant. I but, love yeah. it. Back but, to you in the studio, Miss. Can we just quickly <laughs> delve into um. Oh, Goldie Hawn wasn't she a looker? Yeah. Oh. And do you remember yeah. like that? that Which is why her daughter is so night? stunning. Oh, that she did with the George Martin yeah, compilation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like Hard Days Night, and you're like, who is this? It's like phone sex on a record. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realise it's Goldie Hawn, and yeah. she probably wasn't that young anymore. When I don't she did care. It. Like Goldie Hawn <laughs> has started to lose her looks at maybe like seventy. You're like, she had a good 50 years. <laughs> she did have a good run. Yeah. And she has her I'm daughter. saying 20 to 70. I'm not saying like... <laughs> <laughs> you could have phrased that 50 years. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> but she's also got her daughter. Like, Kate Hudson is stunning. She's Not gorgeous. as good looking. No. Oh, I don't know about really? that. Go hell. She's got the really cute thing with the ears. Oh, she married hair. that guy from News that looks like a rat. But that's okay. <laughs> but it makes her look even prettier, so it's fine. Do you, do you mean the lead singer? For yeah. Years? Looks like a mess. Oh, he does a little bit. Hold on. There you know who he looks like? He looks like singers. Peter Baelish from um, Game of Thrones. He looks like Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Thank you. That's super radish. I don't know if it's that level. It's not that bad. But he's a less extreme version of that did, guy. Did you know he used to like just sing really mousily, apparently? Like, oh, yeah. like people, like when um, he was really. Who like we talking about Muse? When Muse was like starting to get going, people were like, "Wow, your band's really amazing, but you really need to get you ready to sing it because he's like such a wet blanket." No. And, and and he kept mm. hearing that, and then one day he just launched into what is now the Muse vocal sound. Yeah. And people were like, which is oh, the oh, Radiohead circa the Benz sound. Yeah. It is in a way. He's like, like hang on. Um, well, I see something here. What's the album with like Plug In Baby and Bliss? And it's the yellow one with the power line. Origin of Symmetry. Origin of Symmetry. Like, okay, yes, he may sound like Radiohead, but holy shit in a box. That's I think that was the last album. good album they brought out. No, they brought out good albums. Patchy, nah. patchier, but good. That album is their last perfect album they brought out. Yeah. But, man, Radiohead never made anything that kind of... I disagree. Ooh. No. No, Radiohead never made no, anything no, no, like no, Origin no, of no, Symmetry. No, they made a lot better than Origin of Symmetry. <laughs> I'm going to side with... <laughs> yes, okay. Oh, no, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I love Origin of Symmetry. So, okay. Everything up to... Hell to the Thief? Yes, I can technically say it's better than in rainbows. Origin of amazing. symmetry, but it's not better than Origin of symmetry. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Ludicrous. <laughs> I think. How can it be bullshit to state a preference? <laughs> because it's a bullshit <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh. 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 I take it back. I take it back. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. 
fun if fact. If I was to say I hadn't seen Evil Dead 2 yet. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact to lighten the mood. Um, my mate met Tom York in a cafe in St Kilda and they chatted music and talked about Bjork. And, That's crazy. And it was really awesome, he said. And then he was like, would it be weird if I took a picture with you? And Tom York was like, yeah, that'd be a little bit weird. And he was like, okay. And they just carried on talking. And was I like, think yeah. that's like the most polite way to deal with that situation it's, it's though I think beautiful like, yeah because it's, it's kind of like yeah like I, I guess mean, both of us have been in situations where you've sort of like met people someone where you've taken pictures of us oh. yeah true mm-hmm. yeah. no no when you've been like oh you know hey, we're at this gig we could take try and ask for a photo can you just repeat but that that would be a little Chris. bit hey your are from Splain Cases can I have an autograph to you bro I Please think continue. a lot Sorry. of people I'm sometimes dead, the first bro. thing they sort of do is they pull out their phone and try and take the photo that that they think the artist or the celebrity can't see, and that's probably the worst thing you could do. So yeah. Oh look, Goldie Hawn rocked just... a bathing suit for longer than <laughs> we, most we people just, could. It's have. like when you press re- like when your computer craps out and and you decide that it needs to go back to the last time it was. It was functioning. functioning. The last time his brain was functioning in this conversation was Goldie Horn. Speaking of bathing suits, um, yeah. Taylor Swift and the girls from Haim. Haim. Oh my Haim. god. That, that was brilliant. Because they, they were on a boat and they're just hanging out, doing their thing, and they so see. I mean, just on a boat. Like, yeah. I mean, and they, I mean, they, saw, they saw paparazzi on the shoreline and they went, well, we don't want them to make money off the photo that they have of us in our bikinis. Let's take our own photo right now make it closer up and put it on Instagram so none of those paparazzi fucking yeah. from their photos. That's but awesome. Epic. We all benefited. Yes. Oh, we did benefit. <laughs> I don't like Haim's music, but Haim... Haim! Ugh. I'm terribly sleepy tonight. Who was the person who described them Shaggy. as... Shaggy! <laughs> hey, Mr. Bombastic. There's some description of I did say 20 to those 70. mean tweets things where they read out the, the tweets. Oh, the I tweets. don't remember it. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, it was brilliant. But... Yeah, someone tweeted that they're like, Herm looks like... It was some kind of comparison to something like Scarecrows on Speed. Oh, go to something hell. Something like that. No, I know. No, but, but they what read does his girlfriend out. look like? It was... It was exactly. Yeah, but they read it out and they were like, I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> they just owned it. They were like, yeah, this is cool. Like, we like this description. So I feel like Haim, cool. Haim Urbana should like but don't. I can't get into Haim. Yeah. I don't mm. know if I've listened to enough of their stuff to like or dislike them yet. You just know them from Chris's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I follow Tay Tay as well on Instagram. Okay. You follow Tay Tay on Instagram. Yeah, she's worth... Fo- yes, she is worth follow following. John okay, yeah. so I follow what- John Mayer as well. So what songs of both She's worth Taylor and John Mayer do I need to check out to be convinced? Hmm. John Mayer, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room, yep. on the Where the Light Is DVD. Oh, yes. Oh, oh we're yeah. playing that one song to him before he goes. Okay, yes. yes. That. Taylor Swift. That's a tricky one. But also, hold on. Oh, oh, this is really controversial, but when have I ever not been? Um <laughs> Uh, I reckon his version of Hendrix's Bold as Love yeah. is better oh. than Hendrix's, easily. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hendrix Ooh. wrote the song, that's great, but 
the the, the clarity oh, no pun intended yeah. of, <laughs> uh, the clarity of John Mayer's voice with the what's just, the joke that's a John Mayer it's a John Mayer oh it's John Mayer clarity sorry listeners um, <laughs> I'm sure there are some John Mayer listeners but the clarity of his um some. voice compared, <laughs> again compared to the Jimi Hendrix Currently recording present. and the the style and the feel of the guitar mm-hmm. is just so tight and yeah. just and there's the um the song that you're always Use your playing words. around the house. Use your words. Oh, the one that you're always playing around the house. No, that's right. I'm going to find another year. I don't need no doctor. That's a Ray Charles song. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a cover. That yeah. one. That's good. Well, what I thought you were going to launch into is that, that female country song. It's like, I'm a redneck woman. <laughs> I was like, no, he's not. No, 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 no. Not that one. No. Yeah, um, version of that's good too. Yeah, that. Oh, um, so many. I quite enjoy. I can hear the intro in my head now, and it's not coming to me. Um, Which album? It's on Continuum, and he plays it live. And when he introduces it, he's like, "Make the lights or space, Jimmy." Oh, I don't know. No, I'm not the man I used to be. Oh. Oh damn! But it, there's a thing with John Mayer. Like if you if you like kind of like Josh Pikey kind of stuff, I'd recommend things like Why Georgia Why, but which is an amazing song. But um, uh, if you like more bluesy stuff, I'd I recommend another song. I don't trust myself with loving you. Yeah. Figured out. Oh, Carry such on. a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, but hold on. Okay, so I got some homework. Getting getting though to Tay and bridging oh, the gap. A good song to listen one. to. It's almost very Fleetwood Mackie is um, Half of My Heart, which is the duet between oh, yes, yes, yes. Tom Mayer and Taylor Swift Ooh, that's to bridge the gap here. Yeah. But it's I, I just feel that was very Fleetwood Mackie. The feel mm-hmm. of the it really was. the drums leading into that. And okay, the, how much cocaine was involved, and then we'll decide if it was Fleetwood. <laughs> And no, did, you'll hear it and, and did they sleep with the other ones? That's right. Band band <laughs> well, yes, and um, probably less cocaine. Significantly less cocaine. Feel it's a Fleetwood Mac light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Diet. Yeah. Fleetwood. Simply for the like of cocaine. Tay Tay. Tay Tay's a hard one. Um, I just hate the name Tay Tay. Yeah. Taylor awful. Swift. I I really it's it's like. Oh, we have never referred to to Taylor Swift. No, we always say Taylor Swift. But I feel like. Which just felt appropriate. But it's a shorthand. I don't reference Pointy's full name on this, but it's like Pointy is a short version of his name. And I feel like Tay-Tay is to Taylor Swift what Pointy is to... Yeah, but I don't know if she needs a, like, alias. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly not. Would Um, you rather Tay-Tay or Swifty? No, 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 no. Swifty's (laughs) a fan. I think they're, like... um, Tay-Tay is her Swiftie or fans. What was the what, what did you say before? Was it the wardrobe? Swifty your mum. Closet Swiftie. Right. Yeah. Closet Chris, do you want to go out the back for a closet Swiftie? Mom beach Desbrook. We got there. We got there. We got there. the neighbor. Let's see my Michael Jackson dance moves. Um, I quite enjoyed. Um, the song she did with Gary Lightbody from that band that's Snow really, Patrol that's really sad in Scottish Snow Patrol Snow Patrol if oh, I lay yeah, 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 here yeah, yeah. will you just lay here I actually liked, oh, liked her not... song with him that was a good song mm. um, the, the song with Ed, Ed Sheeran I didn't initially like yeah I'm not a huge fan and then you heard they wrote it together on the and trampoline then you, kind of <laughs> you were like no. Oh, the more you listen to it, the cuter so cute. it gets. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I would say listen to Enchanted just because I really liked that one. And then listen um, to Red. Red, just um, the song Red? No, or the, just album? the album. The whole album. I would say off Fearless because that was the first thing oh, I fell in love yeah, with. Yeah. Um, listen to Fearless, the opening title track. Yes. And Forever and Always, I think is uh, awesome. Yeah, if yeah, you like yeah. the more pop country vibe. And the little one where she sings with the, the guy with the song and the wedding. and Yeah, that one. That's really kind of... That's like four she... Taylor Swift songs, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> no, she's singing to this guy. He's getting married and she's like, don't marry her, marry me instead. And let's run away together. And yeah. it's just... Yeah, I might only it's be seventeen, of... but that's okay. Actually, I um I I reference Taylor Swift song every time we go shopping because I, I can't remember what it is. I think it might have been <laughs> I think it might have been like um off the bonus disc to speak now, which okay. had a couple of the songs that didn't make it. But there's like a song yeah. called Hours, or or is it Superman? But whichever one it is, okay. um, yeah. she mentions like him carrying her shopping because that's what a gentleman does oh, that and one. so i'll yeah. let nothing keeps you carry the shopping basket or the trolley around the entire center but once we pay for it i'll be carrying those bags because that's what taylor swift says a gentleman does yes 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 and she yeah yeah, yeah she yeah. really impacts my life no, nothing keeps you told me that story the other day actually mm. i can confirm yeah. it is true <laughs> uh but yeah fearless and uh forever and always off Red. off fearless most of the album is good Mine off Speak Now and a couple of others. Yeah. Um, Speak Now wasn't the best album, but it had a few great tracks. The, the live Sparks album. Fly. Sparks Fly. Yes. Yeah. The live album of like the tour that she did of Speak Now, the version that she does of Back to December is really good because she manages to blend in one of her old country tracks at the end and apologize by One Republic. And she blends all three songs at the end. And it's and it just... part of time. I, can see, I can see Pony is like really enthralled <laughs> by that. Don't you know the song? It's like that. too late, too late, too late. Yeah. And it's too late, too late. Um, but and no, the thing is that he sounds like I'm a seal in the background. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so because because one of her songs is "You're Not Sorry," and so this whole like "Back to December" is about she broke this guy's heart. And the, at the end of the song, she man, she pulls in her other song, You're Not Sorry, and she says that he said, You're not sorry. And then she's like, all like, but I'm sorry. And he's like, You're not sorry. And then she goes, And it's, it's too late to apologize. And it's all kind of laid over. And it's really good. And she does that live. And it's, it's, I enjoyed that. I would recommend that. That entire album of that live, of that live show. Is I've not so actually seen that. It's it was really on good. Spotify before Until she, she pulled, pulled everything. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is probably just a marketing thing as well totally because it was How just like two weeks it was the same week that yeah. her album was, oh yeah of came course out. It was, it's like oh they can't get on spotify so buy it yeah she's a master marketer oh totally and i do i do enjoy blank space pretty sure she's got enough money to pay people oh what else is great that because the first album was she's like i'm a pop star now yeah so I like to, like I like shake it off whenever something kind of <laughs> gets to me. Now, I play shake it off, and it genuinely makes me feel better. Yeah, shake it off does make uh, it makes you feel better. Genuinely makes you think, really hey, nice. I can shake things off. But I hated out of the woods at first, and now like I can walk around and ask, I'm out of the woods, and then I did the woods, I did the woods, I did the woods, yeah. And nothing keeps like that's not how that song goes. I'm like, well, fuck it, it's how it goes now. <laughs> it's how it um, goes for me. But that that yeah. album grew on me. Mm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Oh. That's the other song of Taylor Swift you have to hear. Okay. Hit the, me. The thing she did with the Civil Wars. Oh, yeah, the thing she did. Oh, for the Hunger Games movies. For the movies. Hunger Games. 
That was a really good song because the Civil Wars are just amazing. Genius. Hold on. Rewind. She's super best friends with Lord. Yes. And Lord yeah. curated the Hunger oh. Games soundtrack. And, and, and Lord is from New Zealand. New, Lord's from New Zealand. Lord is amazing. Look at these, just trying to weave things in and cross <laughs> them over. Lord is amazing. As is the Civil Wars, and she, she did a, the song that she wrote for the Hunger Games with the Civil Wars. They they wrote it over two days, and they weren't in the same city when they were writing it. That's possible now. The internet. Yeah, but they did it like, well, like they have the internet on computers stuff. now. Wow. What? Um, but and it's just when you because um, the Civil Wars are just epically good, and when you listen to the harmonies that that they're doing in the background while she's singing. He's harmonizing and she's harmonizing and they're kind of, it's not just a straight, I'm a third above you and you're a fifth above me. It's, they're weaving those harmonies in. It's, it's good. It's Wanna just good. Down? Sorry, what? what? Wanna break it down third, to what? Fifth, what? It's musical terms. Musical <laughs> things. Thirds and fifths are So you have like, a scale you eight normally. notes. If you've got a, a note on the first note and on the third note and the fifth note. You have a harmony. You have a harmony. Congratulations. Yeah. So, yeah. And Does then, that need more then explaining? To do more than that is, like, pretty hard. Sorcery. Yeah, really. yeah it is. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's a very... That one you have to listen to. Um, what you looking for, Moose? I was just seeing if there's anything I missed out. And, hold on. He's deemed gold. I'm a terrible John Mayer fan because, like, I love everything. I love everything he's put out. And you're like, oh, I wish you'd make another album like Continuum is what the fans say. And I looked yeah. and went, oh, my favorite songs are Continuum. Yeah. You oh. yeah. No, but I love all his albums. But I kept going, oh, yeah, I don't trust myself with loving you. Oh, Gravity, Heart of Life, Vultures, Stop This Train, Slow Dances with the Broken Heart, okay, okay. Love, Dreaming with a Broken Heart, In Repair, I'm going to find another you. Watch, which is the Does album it have that a he had? We had two stolen from okay. I know. That was Battle Studies. Battle Studies. I enjoyed Battle Studies. Um, yeah. I just like to read lyrics out of context of the song. Good. And see oh. how it's yeah. cool. Hold on, though, quickly. Can you kind of imagine a song in your head while yeah. you're reading the them? Album yeah. after... Sometimes they really do sound awful. When you're just <laughs> when you just read they probably... Uh, no, 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 but by this stage, lyricist. they won't so much. He's good but, with um, his words. But Lord is best. Best, and we'll best, come best back to Lord in a second, Sorry. Huey. Always <laughs> trying to weave it in the hokey pokey ice cream. Um, <laughs> Pavlova. Oh, that's a war. That should have been the topic tonight. Crowded house. Crowded house. Split in sprue. She hut. They live in Melbourne, near Melbourne. Like, no, I'm not gonna. Carry yeah, stop. No. Nope. Oh, it's a useless fight because I love you both. Yeah. I love everyone from every we're country. Fighting? I don't yeah. know. Where were you going? Yeah, what were you gonna say? Continue. No. Yes. So, okay. Battle studies wasn't as consistent as Continuum, mm. but Friends, Lovers, or Nothing at the end mm. was yeah. like the best Beatles track the Beatles never wrote. Yes. It was yes. so Beatlesy. Oh, and the melody's amazing. It. And yeah. it's like, yeah. was it about Jennifer Aniston? Uh, was he dated Jennifer yeah, Aniston? Yeah, like, while he has a terrible taste for like women that aren't great for him, my God, he picks some good women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, and this, he's been accused of another Beatles song on um, on his latest album, Paradise Valley. Really? And yeah. Um, there's a piano track. Mm-hmm. And it's like the only song he's ever written on a piano. Um, and it's like, um, I'm a little lost at sea, I'm a little birdie in a big Oh, yeah, tree. I like that oh, song. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, radio announcers who interview them, they're like, that's very like Lennon McCartney. And she's like, well, well thank, thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? That is must be some like inspiration there. That's very Richard is. Ashcroft. It is very Richard <laughs> Ashcroft. That's a compliment. That's a great uh, thing to show. On this did you find media. Did you find anything uh, particular? No, I, I read lyrics. They mostly are not like bad, from what I could tell. I was hoping there was something that was like glaringly yeah, awful. Yeah, you might have had to have handed no, him like his no, first no, album. He's good. Um, yes. But I, I'll take only one issue with Taylor Swift. Um, oh. 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 It's like you're all jumping on me. Tread carefully. It's like the Twitter trolls are getting out me now. No, okay, <laughs> I just don't like today's fairy tale. Today was a fairy tale because it's. I don't even know what that is, so. <laughs> Today was a fairy tale. I did it better. You used to just know. Ah, uh, no, I don't like that. Today either. was a fairy tale. Because it felt no. like, okay, she organically wrote Love Story, and then they did the film clip to Love Story, which. Yeah. The, the song doesn't refer to too much you know cliche cinderella crap mm. it's like a little bit eludes yeah, but the, right. that was that was the treatment for the film clip to the song so yeah. it was very and princess didn't they based use that for um that latest from juliet movie as well i think so yeah but that's it the fits. thing then suddenly after the album's releasing between the next one she's come out the song today was a fairy tale mm. and it was very much played off that whole love story film clip treatment yeah. and it's like oh Hello, i don't kill tattoo on the nose yeah and i yeah. think i think it was, too, it was too on the nose it was like oh really taylor taylor swift's like loves the teenage girls they all want to be cinderella blah 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 you, and know? She, they, they, you she mean did... she's human and she released a bad song oh my what? god i won't put up with this <laughs> Yeah, we no. want all our celebrities to be perfect and flawless and yes. Absolutely flawless. Flawless. Okay. So thank you for joining Splitting Cases. It's been really interesting to delve into John Mayer and Taylor Swift. Thanks for being here. The yeah. podcast wasn't the way the wasn't the reason you travelled all this far. <laughs> but don't um, ruin the illusion. <laughs> We have a huge budget a huge for flights. Budget. And your floors always um, away from... Ne- next Poland. time it will be the sole reason we come here. Yeah. 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 Good. Exactly. We can do like a weekly Well, hopefully experiment. we can travel. We're like Taylor we'll Swift. To you. We're yeah. like Taylor yeah. Swift. We're incredible marketers. We're going to get this thing to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Where can we find us? No worries. Thanks. Find us? If you're, if you're Minty and in New Zealand and listening to this, um, <laughs> where can Hi, you find Minty. more splitting cases? Um, just head to splittingcases.com. That's your pathway to all things splitting cases, except for the alcohol that we're drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no pathway but to the alcohol, but being 18 with a valid ID. Or promote you actually drinking mm-hmm. alcohol, unless you're on the show. Uh, is there anything you need <laughs> to or can, you know, spruik for Cross or Tlenil or Captains? That... Our listeners could find you somewhere on the internet apart from your own personal accounts. Apart from our own personal accounts, various Ooh. places. And um, we have we we are actually photographers. Um, so vanillaimages.co.nz, and also um, say it slow for the Australians. Vanilla images. I was kidding, but okay. Are you Z or Z here? Z. Z. Okay. And um, also, we are starting a little art print project, which is called But Daddy It's Art. But Daddy It's Art dot com. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, There's we're also on there. Facebook and Instagram with those um, same names. So I like it. You should wink. I felt like they can't see me winking, so I had to make <laughs> you it like to make a the, like wink. the uh, blank space baby. And, and no, I'm right. your name. 